wonderful wizard. It's an Good morning, Booker Tov. Welcome to 10 Minutes of Meaning. We continue with Perich of Dalad of Mesilas Yesharim. We're in the 24th chapter, The Fear of Sin. We want to thank, as always, our generous series sponsor, Anonymous Elizech and Nishmas Alter Shlomo Ben Pinchas. We have been learning about the Amid of Yiras Chait, the notion of feeling a sense of awe, a sense of fear for the Ribbona Shalom. We pointed out last time that Ramchal saves this almost for the end of the Sefer. You would have thought it's the beginning. Living with and feeling a sense of awe of the Almighty, being aware of and taking extreme ownership for our mistakes, and living with the consequences of them, you'd think would be the very beginning. What would launch a life of a better version of you is understanding who we are and where we are in perspective and context of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And yet, the Ramchal saves it towards the end. Really, Rav Pinchas ben Yair in the formula saves Yiras Chait for the end because first you have to live with mindfulness and alacrity and Nikias. Person has to further live with precious. We have to at least grow, if not achieve and perfect those other areas and qualities before we're in a position to really appreciate who we are relative to the Almighty. So the Ramchal mentioned that there are different levels. When we talk about Yira, there are different levels. Do you have coffee? Great. Coffee and donuts available. Yira Saonish Kepshutsh is the lowest level. To live with fear. We pointed out last time. Our children. We want our children to be obedient, to do the right thing, to live the right way. Minimally, we want them to do it because they're afraid otherwise of punishment. You're going to take away your device. You're going to be in time out. Can't go out with your friends. Do the right thing. Otherwise, you'll suffer the consequence. That is the lowest level. Of course, we aspire and we dream of their following our footsteps for a much higher level, which is that they have awe for who we are, what we live, what we value, and they want to emulate. So the lower level is Yiras Haonesh. The fact that there are consequences. We are held accountable. It's not popular to talk about this today. We have helicopter parenting, bulldozer parenting. I just saw a news story. The new thing is that there's a concierge business. Parents can hire a concierge to go with their child to university, set them up, make them friends, take care of them, walk them across the campus, make play dates, do their homework. Parents are so invested that a kid never has a skim knee. We catch the child before they fall, and they never therefore get the lessons. School is important. The school of hard knocks is the best education one can get. And we try to catch a child before they fall. We don't ever let them cry. We don't ever let them experience pain. We don't ever let them know that there's a consequence. And then later in life, when they confront a consequence, which is natural, they have no resilience. They have no ability to withstand that consequence. So. Imla guf, imla nefesh, says the Ramchal, Yiras HaOnesh, we have to know there's a system of reward and punishment. With all the drushes that we give, and we give, and we believe, and we mean, Hashem loves us, and He wants us, and He needs us, and He's rooting for us, they're all true. They're all true, we give those drushes. But we also pay the piper. There's also a system of schar onesh. It's true that a parent loves children unconditionally, rooting for them, loves them, needs them, wants them, believes in them, and also if they don't clean their room, and also if they overspend, and also if they, and also, there's consequences. That's a primary responsibility of a parent. Because the Gemara says in Kedushan, I was learning the Daf recently did it, if we honor parents, we honor Hashem. If we dishonor, disrespect parents, we've dishonored, disrespected Hashem. The parent is the metaphor, the symbol of Hashem in this world, and we have an awesome responsibility. Those who are blessed to be parents, and we give a bracha, those who are waiting and longing should realize the dream of being parents. But parents have an awesome responsibility, not to helicopter rescue their children, not to bulldoze the path for their children. You don't have to make your children suffer, but you're doing them a service when you let them learn early in life 
There's such a thing as a consequence. Such a thing. You don't study, you don't do well on the test. You know, there's such a thing as a consequence. You don't turn the paper in time, you lose points. You didn't follow the rules. There's such a thing as consequences because the world has consequences and the Rebona has consequences. When the ger, when the conversion candidate is standing in the mikveh and we the Beis, then are asking a series of questions. One of the questions we ask, do you believe in Schar Vaonesh? You believe in Hashem, the only God, the one God, no other deity? Yes. You believe Torah is Ben Yes. Do you believe in Schar Vaonesh? Do you believe that we're held accountable for our free will, for our choices, for our actions? They say, no. Hashem doesn't really care the minutia, the details, they don't matter. He's just rooting for us. He looks the other way. He just wants me to be happy. We got a problem. That's never happened. But we would have a problem. Do you believe in Tzachar Onesh? Yes, Hashem loves you, needs you, believes in you, wants you. But He also, like parents, hold children. And teachers hold their students. Hashem holds us accountable. The Ramchal interestingly classifies this as a kala vada. This is easy because, hey, after all, we all know, we all know, we don't want to harm ourselves. We don't want to sabotage ourselves. We don't want to hurt ourselves. So if we know there are consequences for our actions, so that should motivate and inspire us, condition us to make the right decisions and behave and live in the right way so we get the right results, right? Easy, right? No. In fact, that's why we have a Shabbos Shuvah the Shabbos, which happens to be in three days from now. And uh, we're speaking about your future self. What's our relationship with the us in a few years from now? If it were so easy, we knew, eat all the wrong things today, your blood pressure medications, your cholesterol, your sugar levels, your heart disease, your... You're shortening your life. You won't be able to get on the floor and play with your grandchildren or great-grandchildren. If we actually had a relationship with our future self, it would transform our relationship with our current self. But the relationship with our future self is so far off and so distant and so alien and unfamiliar that we end up actually not taking care of our present self because we're so, we're so uh, disconnected from our future self. That's our topic. That's a little shameless plug. Subtle, no? for the uh, Shabbat Shiva Joshua this coming Shabbos. So the Ramchal says it's easy. Just live with and think about the consequences and you'll always make the right decisions, right? Not so easy. If we knew that every time we raise our voice and lose our cool and grow impatient with our spouse or children, we've alienated them, we pushed them away, we harmed our relationship, we'd never do it. If we know that every time we eat the wrong thing, isn't it, aren't the human beings pathetically pathetic? We'll eat the wrong food that makes us sick, right? I'm talking to the Ashkenazim now. Lactose intolerant, gastrointestinally challenged Ashkenazim. So we eat the wrong food. We're sick up all night. We pay for it for a few days. We say, we'll never eat that again. A month later, looks really good. Maybe this time I'll be different. I think I'm stronger now. Shouldn't be a problem. I got a lactate pill in my wallet. I'm good to go, right? Until you're up all night and sick again. The lowly animal, the Ramchal made this point much earlier in the Sefer. The lowly animal knows if that's poisonous or harmful, stay away. And the human being, we keep coming back, we say, can I have another? The very things that hurt us and harm us, and we say, can I have another? So the notion of consequences, implications, accountability should condition us to make better decisions. Pathetically, it doesn't. 
The Ramchal says this low-level motivator called consequences, it's really pathetic. And it's really for very low-level, unsophisticated people who don't have complex understanding of life. That's what you use. So yeah, if you're an immature, unsophisticated, undeveloped child, you say, if you do this, then you'll suffer that, so don't do this. But that's not really ultimately why you want them to not do this. Why do you want them to not do this ultimately? Because you want to explain. Here's a value. Here's a core value that we have. This matters, this is important. This shapes who you are, your identity, your essence. You don't want to behave in that way. It's beneath you, it's below you, it's pastinish for you. If you're more sophisticated and advanced and mature, we want you to embrace the value, not just do it out of fear, you're gonna lose your device, you're gonna be put in time out, you're not gonna get your allowance, you can't go out with your friends. So Yira Sa'anash is a form of Yira. Fear of consequence is a motivator, and it is a legitimate form of fear, but it's a lower level. What we're striving for, Hamina Sheni, the higher level is Yira Saromamus. Ooh, Yira Saromamus. And Yira Saromamus, this is relevant for the time we find ourselves right now because we are in the Yamim Noraim. Yamim Noraim is the Hebrew, the translation of the words Yamim Noraim. Noraim is, these are the days of? Ooh, the days of awe. What are days of awe? Days of awe. So minimally days of awe, Yamim Noraim are, wow, he's in charge, he's in control, and I gotta come and grovel and beg forgiveness because he's the judge, and if he rules unfavorably for me, I'm in trouble. Talk about consequences, talk about accountability, I'm in awe, I'm afraid. That's the lower level. The higher level of days of awe is, he's awesome. Not awesome like the word that's been usurped, but awesome. He fills me with awe. Human beings are the only mammals we get goosebumps. We see something that's awesome, and we recoil, and we react, and we get the chills, we get goosebumps. That's awesome. That sunset is awesome. That Grand Canyon, the Swiss Alps, that's awesome. That brilliant mind, that artistic, that, that athlete, that talent, that insight, that level of chesed, of loving kindness, of selflessness, I'm filled with awe. It's awe-inspiring. It's awe-inducing. These are not supposed to be days of awe, awe of fear. These are days of awe, awe of admiration. Yamim noraim, days of awe, days of getting goosebumps. And the reason that we're avoiding doing the wrong thing is not because I'm afraid of suffering the consequences, but because I don't want to disappoint the awesome God. His world is awesome. He's awesome. His values are awesome. His expectations are awesome. I would never want to disappoint him because I'm filled with awe. Filled with awe. He's awesome. Everything he does is awesome. And I have admiration. And I'm living with awe, with goosebumps. That's a higher level. That's how we want our children to feel towards us. That's how we hope we feel towards those who came before us. And that's what Hashem wants in our relationship with Him. And Hashem will pick up next week. Until then, stay happy, stay healthy, and stay holy.